Most people who preach this idea of gratitude are actually ungrateful. They're just trying to counterbalance their lack of gratitude. Let's dive into this. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, last week, I had a client who was here. Very successful business person. They're doing reasonably well. Their business probably does 10 plus million in revenue per year. And we were just heading out for breakfast or brunch or whatever you want to call it. And he asked me a great question, which I wanted to discuss. And he said, do you know, I probably need to do more gratitude journaling. And I said, why? And he said, well, you know, I just really need to get that sense of gratitude. I said, okay. So what are you trying to get out of it? And he said, well, I just want to live with more gratitude in life. And I said, do you think that writing gratitude or your gratitudes down is going to be the thing that's going to help you get there? And he said, well... Maybe. And I said, do you think that people who normally preach gratitude are normally those who are ungrateful and they're trying to write it down and trying to, you know, convince themselves that they're grateful? And he said, well, maybe. He had a bit of a laugh and a bit of a chuckle. And I said, what about if you were really, really clear with your life and what you were trying to achieve and you set high standards and you live those high standards, would you be grateful? He said, yeah, of course I would. And I said, there's a difference between thinking about gratitude or wanting to be grateful versus being grateful. When you are grateful, you don't have to write that shit down because you are grateful. It's different. Now, a lot of people do this stuff and, and they'll do things like they'll have their gratitude because they're trying to remind themselves of stuff that they need to be grateful for throughout the day. If you are grateful, you don't need to write that shit down because you're already living your gratitude. Now, what is gratitude? Gratitude, the proper terminology, if you go back, like a lot of people mistake gratitude for elation or excitement or fun, and it's not. Gratitude is being thankful for whatever is going on in that moment. So sometimes if you've got financial problems and you sit down and you use some of the tools that I teach at events like Thrive Time or my Business Growth Odyssey or even in my private coaching, when you do that and you use those tools, what you're essentially doing is you are training yourself consistently to be thankful for the stuff that's happening for you because you realize it's on the way, not in the way. So I know that whenever I have financial challenges in our business, I'm thankful for them because it helps me to step up. I tighten up. I become more consistent. I go back to aligning myself with my values. I create more value in society. I create more value with our customers. All of it is helping me to be better. So I don't avoid financial challenge. I actually run headfirst into it which is the reason why I probably make more money than 99% of the planet. Okay, It's because I'm prepared to push into my challenge and not run away from it and be shit scared like most people. Okay, I see things through a lens that challenge is making me stronger versus most people that is, you know, I need to get rid of my challenge and then I can get stronger, which is the wrong way of looking at it. So what I did was I sat down with a client. I said, right, what do you feel like you're ungrateful for? And he said, well, I don't know, I guess I'm just stressed in business. And I said, okay, what's the business stress? And he said, well, you know, just staff are ineffective. And I was like, right, cool. Why are you grateful to have staff that are ineffective? 
anyway, goes through and he's like, well, I guess I have to train them. I have to develop them. You know, and he goes through all these benefits. And I said, okay, let's have a look at your high values. He's got a high value of learning and teaching. So because of his high value on learning and teaching, he gets his values met by training and developing staff. The problem is he has the same fucking pattern, which is a mindset pattern. Remember, mindset is the most important thing when it comes to getting great results. Yet most people don't think that it is, which is why they're always stuck. It just blows my mind, right? And look, I was probably there once 20 years ago. But now if something's fucked up in life or something's fucked up in business, the first thing that I go and do is I dive in, I try to improve my mindset and I try to expand on it. Why? Because mindset is 80% of success and the 20% is the strategy. Remember, there are only two things that keep people stuck, skill set and mindset. Most people go back to the skill set and they go, what skills do I need to develop? You know how stupid that is? How many fucking people have gone and studied a business degree and have never run a business? They have a high level of skill set. They just don't have the mindset to execute on it. How many people have told you that are listening in right now? Oh, I know all this shit, but they don't know anything because if they did, they would execute upon it. They've got the skill set, but they don't have the mindset. The mindset is the number one thing that holds everybody back. And it's the thing that most people don't work on. And it's the number one thing that most people won't invest in. And then they wonder why their life is fucked up and why they're not getting the results that they want. It is crazy. Quickly, if you're a business owner in Australia that makes over 300K per year and you're wanting to grow to $10 million or you're frustrated that your business still heavily relies upon you to get stuff done effectively and efficiently, then message me or my team on social media to find out more about my 12-month business implementation and growth mastermind called Business Growth Odyssey. We currently only intake 10 business owners each month into the program, and there are still some places open for this month's intake. Our goal is to help you to create more operational freedom in your business so that the business doesn't rely on you as the owner. We help you to implement processes, systems, management, hiring, and all the other things like sales, marketing, and so on to help you to scale your business without the usual levels of extreme anxiety, stress, pressure, overwhelm, etc. that most business owners face when they scale their business between 300K and $10 million. Plus, the best thing is you attend live business growth events each quarter, have weekly accountabilities, and join an amazing network of driven business owners who do not accept mediocrity in life or business. So message me or reach out to my team to find out more and set up a call. So anyway, with this guy, I sat down, we went through all the benefits and he realized that he was actually getting exactly what he wanted. He kept focusing on money and he kept focusing on being a small business owner and a small business owners are really erratic. Right, startup business owners are always erratic. They have to control everything. They worry about everything. They have to make sure that everything is perfect. It all has to be up to their high standards, which most of the time their standards slip because they're erratic. And so it keeps them in this chaotic mindset, this chaotic mind frame. Once I showed him that, I said, can you see now how what it's doing is it's causing you to slow down, to train and develop the team? Because 10 people working hard on the business goals is more effective than you working hard on the business goals. And he went, shit, I never saw it like that. And then I said to him, can you see now how by working with your team and leading and developing them, it's actually helping you to live your values and you're going to feel more inspired? And he said, yeah, shit, I never saw it like that. And I said, are you grateful now to have this problem? And he said, of course I am. And I said, can you see now how you don't have to write down your gratitude because you are grateful? It's a completely different way of living. Just be careful that you don't get caught in that gratitude trap. There's so much stuff out there in the spirituality industry. It's this whole new age thing. I see coaches doing it all the time. It's like they post their gratitudes up for the day. And I'm like, dude, if you were honestly grateful, you wouldn't even have to write down your gratitudes because you would be grateful. You are grateful. It's a state of being. It's not that you're trying to do something. You are that thing. When we try to do something, it means that we're not. Like if I'm trying to be better, 
that doesn't mean that I am better. It means that I'm trying, okay? If I am better, that means that I'm consistently improving or I have improved. It's a completely different way of operating in life. That's why sometimes it's the small differences that make the biggest difference in growth. You know, when clients work with me, what I've found is that when someone is at rock bottom and they have a very shitty mindset, they have to change everything. Like they need to change their diet. They need to have the perfect diet, the perfect exercise plan. They need to have the perfect strategy in business. They need to have the perfect game plan. They need to have all the answers in their relationship. And they're always looking for everything. But that's because they're ungrateful, right? When you start crushing it in life, you look for the small, seemingly insignificant things that done over a period of time provide the greatest results. So good business owners, people that are achieving at a high level, like you look at a professional athlete, they are trying to skim maybe 0.5 of a second off of their runtime, 0.5. And they might work a year or two years to get that result at a high level. The average person is like, man, how do I skim like three minutes off of my runtime? Right? They're always looking for the big bang shit. And sometimes you need to, because like, I guess when you are at that low, 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 low level, that's what has to happen in order for you to start breaking out of stuff. But most of the time, like even in your diet, it's not the big things that need to change. It's the small things. Like it's that one decision of not putting shit in your mouth today. That's probably going to get you the best result. And you do that consistently. You're going to win in life. Okay. But the low level think is thinking, what's the perfect diet? And then they get the perfect fucking diet for them. And they're like, yeah, but it can't be that. It's got to be something else. And so they go and look for another diet or they look for a better gym program, or they're always looking for something better because they're trying to take shortcuts instead of doing the fucking work. So coming back to gratitude. When you are grateful, you live that way and you look for the small things that create the biggest results, but you've got to do it over a period of time and it's just chipping away and working at it. If you see things in life as on the way, not in the way, you're probably going to be more grateful. If you see things as always pushing you back to your values, that's why one of the greatest things that you'll ever do is probably come to my Thrive Time event or work with me one-on-one because once you get that clarity, you can raise your standards. Okay, I speak about this all the time. Clarity times by standards plus your environment will equal your results and also your success. If one of those things is out of whack, it's going to become your next glass ceiling. Okay, it's going to keep you stuck. So with Thrive Time, creating that success map for your life, which is unique to you, is probably going to be the thing that's going to give you the clarity so that then you can keep increasing your standards. When you live your success map and you do what you love and you understand your values, your purpose, your mission, your lifestyle balance, and you're super clear on that shit, and you use the tools that I teach to stay mentally and emotionally balanced, what will happen is your standards will be able to increase and you'll start putting runs on the board really, really quickly. And every day you just keep winning, 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 and you'll be more grateful. You actually really love life and you enjoy it. And every obstacle where you start getting stressed out, there'll be something inside of you where you go, you know what? I know that this is benefiting me. I've just got to go find those benefits. And once you do, bang, you'll be back on track and you'll also be grateful for the experience. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Remember, keep your standards high. Keep pushing. Keep living an epic life. Take care and I'll see you on the next episode.